0: We're recording. Woo, woo, Okay. So, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sisters of China's first episode of our new podcast, Threading Connections. This podcast will be all about getting to know adoptees as people. Most of the time, we adoptees are known by one facet of our identity, adoption, but we want to show how we are complete intersectional human beings, um, this is our chance to get to know us as people. Today is going to be a special holiday episode. We will be introducing our new core team members, um, Faye and Rebecca, um, getting to know them a little bit more and talking about how we celebrate the holidays, um, traditions, family dynamics, movies, my favorite, etc but first let's introduce our members. So
1: um, I'm Mia, my pronouns are she, her. Um, I am currently 18. I was adopted from Jiangxi province um, and I was raised in Seattle and I currently live in Seattle. Um, And I go to the University of Washington and my major is computer science.
2: Cool. Uh, my name is Lily. I use she/her pronouns. I am twenty years old. I was adopted from Guangdong Province. I was raised just outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I still live here to now, uh, to this day. And then, where do I go to school? I go to a small liberal arts school down in Beloit. It's still it's on the border of Wisconsin and Illinois. And then I am majoring in history with a Chinese language minor. Uh, Hi. My name is oh. Faye. I <laughs>
3: Sorry. Um, <laughs> you can say. go first. Um, I'm 16 and I was adopted from Guangdong province as well. Um, I live in Seattle and I go to Holy Names Academy.
4: Hi, my name is Rebecca. I, I am 19. I was also adopted from Jiangxi province. Um, I was raised in South Florida, but I currently live in New York City. Um, and I go to Columbia University in the joint program with the Jewish Theological Seminary majoring in uh, Bible and political science.
0: Awesome. Um, I'm Marcy Sheher. I am 19, and I was adopted from Jiangxi province. I was raised in Michigan, and I still live here. But I go to college in Massachusetts at Mount Holyoke. And my major is psychology with a minor in Italian. So. We are missing two members tonight, sadly couldn't make it, Zoe and Cosette, but they have a small message for you.
5: Hi everyone, my name is Zoe and I use she, her pronouns. I am one of the core team members of Sisters of China. I am 21 years old. I was born in Guangxi Province, China, uh, specifically in the city of Wiping and I was raised in Texas for my whole life after I was adopted. I currently go to school at the College of Worcester in Ohio and I am majoring in psychology with a minor in math and Chinese and I would say that my favorite holiday traditions are honestly just being able to spend time with my friends and family. Um, I love being able to put up the Christmas tree and set up the nativities. I always love Christmas music and Christmas movies. They're some of my favorite things to watch. I love Hallmark movies um, and wearing Christmas clothes and Christmas decorations. Um, But also just being able to spend time with my family is always really nice to do over the holidays. Hi, my name is Cosette Eisenhower. I am 20 years old. Um, I am currently at Tarrant County College and about to transfer to UT Arlington for my fourth year of college. Um, My major is social work, and I'm hoping to do something with adoption foster care or advocating. Um, And my minor is substance use counseling. One of my favorite Christmas traditions, I think, or holiday traditions, has to be looking at Christmas lights. Uh, My family, we go and get hot cocoa from Starbucks or a Christmas drink from Starbucks. And then we go to look at Christmas lights. Um, It's just a really fun Christmas tradition that I do with my family every year.
0: So on to the questions. So Faye and Rebecca, you are our new core team members. Um, Tell us how you heard of Sisters of China and what pushed you to apply to be on our core team? Um, Faye, you can go first.
3: Um, Okay, so I heard about Sisters of China because um, I actually work for my school newspaper and Mia, we went to the same high school. Um, she posted her college essay on it, and her college essay was about Sisters of China. So I was reading it and like editing it and putting it into um, the newspaper. And it's like, oh, I'm also a Chinese adoptee. I guess I should look into this. Um, and then what me, what pushed me to apply to the core team? I think, you know, I hadn't really been involved with adoption or like the adoption community before. And I kind of felt like, you know, why not um, try it out? You know, this seems like a really cool thing to be a part of. And I kind of just started going to the meetings. I thought it was a really great community. And then when I saw that um, there's a position open, it seemed just something that like I would really enjoy doing that I was good at. And it seemed like a really good way to just
4: connect with other people like me.
2: Awesome. Rebecca?
4: Yeah. So yeah. I found out about sisters of china kind of online i was like scrolling through instagram and it was actually suggested for me so i just decided to check out the page and went to the website um, and then i went to a couple of events and i really really liked it um so i've always been like super connected to my jewish community especially at home um but i've never really had like an opportunity to kind of connect to like a chinese community or especially like an adoptee community Um, So I thought this was like an amazing opportunity to do so, especially like since being a core member would mean that I get to become super close with you guys as well. Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, I didn't mention this before, but we were originally going to just hire, like not hire, we're not a business. We were going to bring on one core team member um, for design and marketing, kind of social media work, but when Rebecca came along we loved her ideas um, for programs uh, we noticed it wasn't a lot of social media ideas but we absolutely loved her ideas for bringing the community together especially like in-person things because that's kind of what we were looking for like what we kind of want to do next so it was kind of perfect for us. So, how were you involved with the adoptee community before joining our core team? Um, Rafaka, you Uh, can go first since they went first last time. I'm so sorry.
4: um, Yeah. So, like I like I said kind of before, like not really involved with like the adoptee community. Uh, My brother is like also adopted. He was adopted from New York, and and he's Korean American. Um, but other than my brother, I've never really had the opportunity to really connect with other adoptees. So this is super, super exciting.
3: Yeah, similar to Rebecca, I haven't had a lot of experience just, you know, purposely like going out and like, you know, joining a club or um, meeting other people. I have had friends that have like coincidentally been adopted um, from China, but this is my first time being part of a more like formal organization, I guess.
0: Yeah, I completely understand that. Um, also super quick, um, if you've ever been to one of our general meetings, you've probably heard like our stories a million times, but if you're new here, maybe we could kind of quickly go over, um, how we got involved in sisters of China or how you founded it. Um, so Mia, why don't you like kind of quick tell how you thought up sisters of China and maybe kind of how are you were involved with the adoptee community beforehand?
1: Yeah, so kind of like I was kind of thinking about um, my adoption, and I had more time because of COVID to just kind of um, do more exploring. I was actually kind of interested in like birth parent searching, so I got more involved in like Facebook birth parent searching groups, and that kind of led me to adoption or adoptee groups, um, and I really enjoyed joining those groups, but I wanted to create kind of like another community. Um, And so that's kind of how I was, uh, or that's how Sisters of China was born. Um, And especially like during quarantine, I wasn't really seeing friends or seeing a lot of other people in my family. So um, I thought having like virtual meetings that happened frequently would be kind of nice to still have community even in, uh, I guess, isolation um and also I guess before I um wasn't like too involved in the adoptee community I had like a couple adoptee friends here and there but like we never really talked about adoption so um I kind of wanted to create Sisters of China to like talk about you know just regular day-to-day things and like get to know people um but also kind of dive into like our adoption and our identity and um, learn about other people's uh, stories and upbringings. Um, and yeah.
2: Awesome. <laughs>
0: um, Lily, how about you?
2: Oh, well. Um, um, <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to let you go first, but that's fine. No problem. Um, I'll go after you. All right, cool. So um, I guess how I found out about Sister to China, I found out through Instagram first. Um, they'd requested to follow me, or I should say, Mia had requested to follow me both from her personal account as well as from the sister to China account. And so I just kind of like I was in it for about, I would say, a week or so. And then Zoe, who another one of our core team members um, actually contacted me over message and was like, hey, so like if you're willing to, or if you want to, would you like to help uh, me organize the event to so just be like a little group of people like it'd be you, me, her and then maybe a couple other people as well. So I had actually known Zoe previously before this. So that's how we actually got in touch about that. So I guess I fell into the Sister to China realm through social media and I got on the quarantine through um, a mutual connection. So that's, I guess you could say my story here, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Um, so
0: I got involved with Sister China because right when Mia announced that she was creating, Sisters of China, I was just finishing up my CCI internship. I was CCI's um, summer um, birth parent search and reunion intern. So I was like, you know, just on Facebook and stuff. And I saw the announcement and I was like, oh, that looks cool. So I think I missed like the first meeting, but I made it to the second meeting And I saw, and I saw what she was doing and I thought it was like so great and it was so interesting to see that many adoptees in like one area, area that was on Zoom. (laughs) Um, It was just really amazing to see because I was previously like kind of involved with the Asian community at my high school and I didn't really fit in there. So it was really awesome to be surrounded by that. So after the meeting, I just s- sent Mia a quick email. I was like, hey, if you need any help with anything, like I just did a CCI internship, like if you need any help, just let me know. And she's like, oh yeah, like we have a core team, <laughs> come to the meeting. And I was like, oh, great, perfect. Um, so that's how I got involved. Um, and then I guess that kind of explains my uh, involvement beforehand. Okay, so kind of back to Faye and Rebecca. Um, what other like what other activities do you like to do outside of your time that you work for Sisters of China? Like hobbies, um, academic interests, things like that.
3: Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs>
0: this is so chaotic. Um, Faye, you can go first.
3: Oh my gosh, we didn't talk over each other that time. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I guess time that I spend, a lot of my time is pretty much devoted to school and sleeping, but um, I'm on the rowing team at my school. So I do that pretty much every day. A lot of my time is taken up um, rowing. I'm a coxswain, so I I steer the boat and stuff. It sounds really lame. I promise it's cool. Um, But yeah, rowing is kind of my biggest hobby. (laughs)
0: Is rowing big at your school or?
3: Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like I don't, I don't have a good gauge in that as a rower. <laughs> um, although I feel like a lot of people get mad because they think we take up all of the school's funding, which isn't true.
0: Okay. Um, you, went, you went to face school. Like how? how big was rowing? The drama.
1: <laughs> I actually, oh, okay. So I actually tried out rowing in sophomore year um, for like fall because it, it, it kind of was like a big thing. Um, and like, I mean, I admire anyone who does rowing because that is a lot of time commitment and a lot of work. Um, it wasn't really for me. Um, I thought like, I thought it was like a nice community and, um, I feel like the rowing team was pretty big. So uh, a fair number, I mean, our school is like not very big, but, um, but I feel like there are a fair number of people on the rowing team. So it's kind of a big deal, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I was like, yeah, it, it seemed like something I wish I was like a part of. Um, like I, I had continued, but it also like kind of took up a lot of time. And um, it, I just wasn't very good at it. So I <laughs> decided to drop it.
2: Yeah, Business rowing, like rowing a boat, right? Yeah, but no. not like
3: not like like a kayak. It's like <laughs> is it like the, the yeah, like,
2: yeah.
3: A okay. people, yeah like, like, like a bunch of people like like rowing machines at most gyms? Oh so those- like like they have a like little wheel. Okay. It's it's cool, I promise.
2: That that hurts my shoulders. Oh my god, ah, props to you guys, dang.
0: Yeah. Like every time I use that, my arms hurt. Like every time. <laughs> um yeah. Wait, do you guys like live near a lake or something? <laughs> or like,
3: yeah. So we're on a giant lake. Yeah.
5: Wow. Uh, okay. We have a very that big water
0: That makes sense. <laughs> because like I live in Michigan, so it's not hard to find a lake. But I didn't know anything about Washington. Okay. So Rebecca, hobbies, academic interests,
4: sports. Yeah. So I'm super involved in like Jewish life. Just, like. Um, but to be honest, I actually really wanted to join, like, the Columbia rowing team um, so bad, like, I came to Columbia, I'm like, I should definitely join the rowing team, but I don't think they were having walk ins at the time, and also, it was just the schedule was so demanding that I was like, yeah. I don't think I can fit this in, um, and then I was like, okay, maybe I'll touch kayaking instead, but then I, like, not to expose the Columbia kayaking team, but, like, we have like a pool on campus and it's just like them like doing flips and kayaks in the pool and I was like I don't know if this is for me <laughs> so I didn't like I didn't end up joining but other than Jewish extracurriculars and stuff like that um I really like knitting I love knitting Same. yes and, and then I also play the oboe so
2: you play the oboe
4: I do play the oboe awesome.
2: I used to I do your read break, break. Um, sorry that was so random yeah <laughs>
4: No, you're still so good. good. I think they have like a hmm, they have like a lifespan of like on a, a good read, two weeks. That's it. But, yeah, yeah. But then you learn how to make your own. So yeah. then it's like, okay. Like then you just, you know, you just like spin them out and you're like good. And then you don't have to really buy. And it's not as much as an investment, but it's kind of expensive sometimes to like make the initial commitment to like buy the knives and the cane and everything and the thread. Yeah. yeah. I think I
2: would not the know Sisters that of China I like, was a so true.
3: Wait, what? Yeah. I think we need a Sisters of China podcast intro that's just Rebecca
0: playing. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we should. We should, yes. Oh my gosh, okay. So here's the thing. I'm in college. I just actually finished, but I was in this music class. It's music and technology. And as one of my projects, I made a lo-fi track. So, oh my gosh, I should like, I should send it to you or something, and you could like make an oboe accompaniment. Like
4: that would be so cool. Oh, that would be so bomb. Oh my gosh! Like, what if you just put like in the in the outro for a podcast? Yeah, like a chill oh outro. Gosh. That'd be so cute. Like,
0: Sisters of China band or something. Like, I don't know what other instruments you guys play, but that would be so cool if this was like a group ever. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's crazy. Um. I just like have an affinity towards oboe players because like my best friend is an oboe player and like oh my gosh the dedication to read making is insane.
4: Yeah it's a fun gig but it's a it's a lot of time.
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's like also the knives are like crazy sharp. I remember when my friend brought it onto campus, I was like are you allowed to bring those here?
4: <laughs> Not gonna lie I have my like I brought my bead making kit but like no one knows it's just stashed away like because I'm not supposed to have the knife so it's fine but yeah
0: yeah oh my gosh that's crazy wow okay and also knitting love knitting I haven't done that in a while sadly I don't have any like good yarn so (laughs) okay so a little bit back to the adoptee community real quick um, now that you are on our team, ooh, table. Now that you're on our team, what are your goals for you and our community? Um, Rebecca, you can go first.
4: Yeah, so a lot of the programming ideas I kind of presented to you in my mess of an interview. I just remember the interview being <laughs> so
0: bad. It, was it like wasn't bad. Left. It wasn't bad. It obviously <laughs>
4: went well. If you're here, that's very true. And <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like there's like screaming children in the back. I remember that. <laughs> oh my goodness. But a lot of the programming ideas I presented to you guys was like, I love that we're so like, because techno- technology allows us to connect from like all places on the earth. That's great. But I feel as if a lot of in-person programming would be phenomenal as well. Um, So a lot of the programming ideas like that I kind of presented to you guys was all about making a lot of tangible like connections with between adoptees. So like we can create spaces where it's like, Uh, where adoptees can feel free to reach out to each other and like really like interpersonal and you know I just like a communal aspect you know to it you know what I mean so yeah
0: I love that oh and back to like the really weird reference to the interview so Rebecca came on to the interview and she was in the middle of a park and like on I think on like the Columbia campus but it was like an open park so there was a bunch of screaming children just running around (laughs) and like we were having a little bit
4: of difficulty hearing her
0: but it was it was still a good interview
4: it was so rough because it's like actually it's not even a park it's just I was in front of a building but like three nannies decided to like bring children to Columbia campus to play around and I was like okay but I didn't realize until like the interview was already like really deep in and it's like I couldn't just leave oh my gosh and were so many tech issues it was just a mess but it all came together that's good, that's good. yes yeah
0: <laughs> um Okay, Faye, Uh, ideas, goals.
3: Yeah, I guess just goals for Sisters of China just through Instagram and like social media and other kind of like tech aspects that Rebecca was mentioning, obviously just like reach more people. Um, And I think I wanted to incorporate certain aspects of communication, you know, know, beyond just like the monthly meetings and the tea time um, meetings. Like I had the idea of um, doing like little pen pals or just something like that to connect people a little bit more. And then I think educating people, just creating like little infographics for the Instagram or something like that could also be really cool just with outreach and just educating more people, you know, adoptees or not.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, Both Rebecca and Faye both had the ideas of like kind of interweaving culture back into our community with the, which I think is amazing. The Sisters of China right now at least is a little bit more focused on like present times and making connections with people about who we are as people now. But I think it would be great to kind of help people form connections about um, similar pasts. Awesome. Now. Onto the holiday portion of the podcast. My favorite. um, For the people listening, I'm wearing like a snowman sweater. (laughs) I'm sweating a lot, but I love it. Um, My friends got it for me and I love it. Um, Okay, so what are your favorite holiday traditions? Um, Mia, we can start with you.
1: Hey, uh for me, <laughs> um, I really like well going and seeing like Christmas lights and um probably like ice skating, though I'm not very good at it. I feel like I <laughs> fall at least once every time I go, but it's it's still fun. Um and then also just like watching movies, you're like holiday movies and like baking holiday themed desserts of cookies and <laughs> treats. Yes. Um and let's see and then just like having uh Christmas playlists um
0: running I I guess guess. um and yeah (laughs) yes oh there's so much I want to bake but I have so little time this year um it's just kind of (laughs) sad but (laughs) yeah um Lily favorite holiday traditions
2: uh let me think for a sec uh so we can come back to you if you would like yeah come back to me I also feel like I have to sneeze soon so I don't think it's <laughs> oh, gonna go too okay. well okay um Faye how about you
3: um every Christmas my family usually does a little road trip to visit our um friends that live in Walla Walla which is like a small little town in eastern Washington um so I think it's just really fun visiting them and it always snows where we go so that's really fun too
0: I love that road trips are so fun just in general (laughs) Rebecca
4: so yeah um I was raising like a Jewish household but my mom's Catholic so and we're in (laughs) South Florida so it's kind of like boring like there's no snow I actually haven't seen like snow on on the ground ever in my life so I'm gonna look forward to that this like in New York (gasps) uh, for like the first time like I'm so looking forward to snow everyone's like, oh yeah, it's going to be so disappointing. But, you know, I'm still, I'm keeping my hopes up. No,
2: it is not. But- <laughs> <laughs> when it gets all gross, it is. That's, yeah. when,
4: it's, that well, that's when it's like. It,
0: it, it goes, it's like a rose. Like it starts, it blooms and then it just kind of falls.
4: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: It has its beautiful moments.
4: Yeah, I, that's what people are saying. Like, mm, like, it gets all like gray and black. But still, <laughs> remaining really hopeful. Um, hopeful. But at home, even though it's like we're Jewish, we have like a Hanukkah tree it's like a silver tree and it's like a bunch of like blue and like white silver decorations that we put on it and so many people call it exactly but like I justify by saying like we have so many like menorah ornaments on it so I think it's okay (laughs) and then um my mom like we really like baking together like that's actually like my favorite hobby that I actually omitted before I love baking so much so holiday treats and like Christmas cookies I love it that's like my favorite thing
0: yes yes and i I'm not Jewish, but I think that the tree is not sacrilegious. I think that's great. Like, I, I really like Jewish um, decorations. Like, I, blue is one of my favorite colors. So, like, the blue and the white, I feel like it's so wintry. And it's just very, like, I don't know, comforting? I don't know. And, yes, we can, like, after Lily, like, let's take, like, a baking moment. Just talking about recipes and all that stuff. But Lily, if you have your favorite traditions, you can come to you. Well,
2: when you put, like, the next thing of what we're going to do, I'd rather just kind of skip my thing and go th- straight to the recipes because, honestly, help a girl out. Like, Wait, I love, love baking. Eh, not the best at it, but... Okay. Um, yeah. No, let's get to the recipes part. But, like, I, I've i never seen Elf before, so that is definitely a... um uh Yeah, that's definitely... <laughs> are you coming on to my our bucket movie night
0: where we will be watching elf well i
2: mean if you insist
0: so <laughs> anyways but okay yes, on um... to the recipes and we'll come back to you um favorite like cri- not christmas well holiday cookie um mine is like we call them crazy chocolate cookies I don't really know if they have like a formal name, but it's like this layer of like butter and then chocolate. Oh, butter, graham crackers and chocolate with like um, nuts or sprinkles on top. And they're like the best. They're like my grandma's specialty. That's my favorite um, cookie at least. Oh, I'll go next. Um, so.
1: Mine would probably have to be, well, I love anything that's like peppermint and chocolate. That's like my favorite thing. Um, I'm not a fan of like gingerbread stuff. I just, Mm. yeah, I can't get myself or like molasses. I don't really like that. Um, But anything with like peppermint um, or chocolate. So like, I think they, there's like the Hershey's, they have like a Hershey's cookie recipe on the back where they have like a little Hershey kiss in the middle, like those cookies where it's like yeah in the middle and if it's like peppermint I love those um I also really like the thumbprint like shortbread cookies Mm -hmm. um just because they're like really easy to make it's like jam butter flour and sugar um so that's like really easy and fast um and yeah
0: (laughs) oh my gosh have you tried the um peppermint meringues from Trader Joe's I don't think I have I highly 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 recommend them. Oh my gosh, but they I like I don't know about where you live, but they sell out really quickly. Um we got some a few weeks ago and then I went today to Trader Joe's and they were like all gone. And I was like so disappointed. And I texted my mom like do you want chocolate meringues? And she's like no, just forget about it. <laughs> but peppermint meringues from Trader Joe's highly highly recommend. But it is like a seasonal product.
4: I, I have to go next just in response to Mia because um, I'm so appalled. <laughs> I love molasses cookies. I love Sniffy cookies too, which is like, but that's not related. But like molasses cookies are so good. Oh my goodness. I, and I actually don't like peppermint at all. Like it's um, kind of nasty not in my Um, Like I don't want to like freshen my breath when I eat something. Like it's a dessert, you know what I mean? Um, but I was going to say something else. Oh, Dumb cookies. So funny that you mentioned that because I had like a potluck with my grade it's like a little friendsgiving and I actually made thumbprints, prints and they are the easiest things to make the easiest and they're so tasty because of the jam so it's like no effort but like so much reward it's fantastic so yeah
0: awesome <laughs> little conflict I like it <laughs> I mean I've never tr- I don't think I've ever tried molasses cookies like is there like a name for them or are they just called molasses cookies
4: no they're just called molasses cookies but you're honestly missing out, like, sorry, but you're missing out, they so I'll good, I'll google it amazing. after, I'll
3: google it you're after, you're
5: amazing, um, Faye or Lily,
3: okay, okay, Faye. I guess I can go, um, I feel like, like, what constitutes as a Christmas or a holiday cookie, like,
0: I mean, there, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, what cookies, like, I guess, like, around like, the season, the cookie, I don't know what they're called, but they're, like, brown with, like, it looks like they have
3: flour on They're covered in like white like dust. Oh, crinkle? Crinkle yeah. cookies. Crinkle cookies. This oh. again. I think I think those are pretty holiday. I love this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't I've probably tried one, but it's not like in the rounds. We usually like there's like a select like four cookies that we make during the season. And like that's not at least not on our rounds, but
2: I I know what you're talking about. Um Lily trying to think I don't know what the name is but I like to describe it like it they're common and like when I was younger I can't I stopped eating them because I don't like hard candy but it's like the shortbread cookies that are like a circle or like star and then like cut out in the middle and you melt a jelly rancher oh. in the middle you've never seen that it's like the stained glass shortbread cookie no, no. I've never heard of that but it sounds yeah. good Is so it just a Wisconsin thing because I don't know because I, I don't know I feel like I had that almost a lot and like the holiday season like kids would bring it for school and like oh do you want one like offer and everything and I like I never knew what they were called but I liked those when I was younger and then I like shred bread um, I'm not a huge cookie fan so mm. I don't really like venture out into that realm but I like meringue cookies though so, like the meringue like I homemade them so it's easier and like tastier in my opinion because the store-bought ones kind of taste weird <laughs> thank you I mean
0: I I can never personally make meringues at home because I'm horrible at separating um egg whites so I never make meringue um my yeah. mom's like
4: Italian so like meringue is like her specialty in a way like you should see her make it she's so fast and like it's it's so crazy like she whips it up so fast and like when you bake them they're so good and they're Wait, like who? so airy and like my mother oh. my mom's Italian so it's like that's her thing <laughs> yeah
0: Speaking of Italian, like my, my mom's good at it. I personally am not. (laughs) Um, But I, we started a new tradition last year, because last year, I started getting back into my um, kind of Italian heritage, if you will. Um, And I made biscotti, biscotti for the first time. Um, And beginner's luck completely, they ended up (laughs) pretty good because the thing with biscotti is like the tops don't bake as fast so the bottom like you'll look at it and you're like oh it's not done but then when you take it out the bottom is like burnt <laughs> um but I I didn't burn it hopefully I won't do that this year and it was really lucky because last year um my grand aunt um lost her husband sadly and they're like and they were like an Italian couple <laughs> <laughs> um and it was um my great uncle's kind of tradition to make biscotti so she couldn't make it last year so I um put it in the mail mailed her uh like a loaf of biscotti and, and I called her and um like the day that she got it and she's like oh yeah it's gone <laughs> I'm like I send you an entire loaf of biscotti and it's gone in one day uh so that was great so I think I might do it again this year but I'm gonna send her two this year on stuff um Lily if you want to go back to the traditions you can if not we can move on to the next kind of subject
2: oh I actually was just turning on my mic to apologize for me eating I missed dinner so that's why i unmuted but now we can go on to the next question i'm cool with it okay do you want me to cut that part out <laughs> okay <laughs> honestly don't care at this point yeah i feel like my pretty open book so you're embracing really the life. chaos
0: this is like this i am could, this, honestly like, that's how i gotta live sometimes <laughs> should this be the aesthetic of the sisters of china podcast like we hadn't established one before this this is like the establishing um episode So I guess it's just gonna be chaos. Um, But I guess that kind of goes into the next question of, um, have any of you guys integrated parts of our birth culture, uh, Chinese culture into kind of holiday traditions? Um, My family, we don't necessarily do it into like our Christmas season but we do celebrate like Chinese New Year and all that. I mean, sometimes we have like noodles, Chinese noodles. I don't know. Depends. Um, Mia, I guess you can go first for going through the rounds. Uh, Yeah, for me, I guess
1: like, um, yeah, I guess the Chinese holidays don't really align too much with like Christmas or Thanksgiving or like major U.S. holidays Mm -hmm. um but I guess yeah I guess Chinese New Year is like somewhat close to that but we don't really like I guess have Chinese aspects of Christmas or anything um but we have like kind of celebrated Chinese New Year in the past um kind of more as like when I was a little kid um I think there might have been like some yeah, some events in like the international district that uh, we went to uh, together as a family. And then like, we kind of stopped doing it uh, for like a while. And then I think the past couple of years, I've been trying to get them to like celebrate it and we try to make Chinese food. Um, And so kind of trying to reclaim some of that,
0: Um, uh, but yeah. I love that. Um, we can move on to Rebecca at the moment.
4: (laughs) Yeah, um, same here, pretty much like, we haven't really integrated too much Chinese heritage into the holidays. Um, But I think when I was younger, we did celebrate Chinese New Year a lot because it was like, you know, and it'd be like an event where my family would just like come together. My aunt was come too, and like, my cousins would come. So it was really, really cute. But pretty much, yeah, the same thing. Yeah, not too much.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is true. Like the Chinese, I guess, holidays don't really match up with um, Christmas and Hanukkah and Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess like there are things like a part of the Chinese culture, I guess, that we've inter- integrated, but not necessarily a certain holiday. Hmm. Okay, Faye.
3: <laughs> Yeah, um, similar to Mia, uh, my family would go to um, like the Chinese New Year festival that always happens happens in Seattle, but we haven't really gone recently, um, just because I've gotten older and also <laughs> yeah. COVID things like that. Um, and then we're always like pretty aware, I guess, of like Chinese holidays, but my family isn't super religious, you know, like Chinese holidays or not. Um, so we're kind of just like, oh, it's this holiday, cool. Like, <laughs> go to school now. So. <laughs>
0: oh I love that um it's really funny when I was in Chinese class in high school uh we were celebrating the mid-autumn festival and we learned that like um kids in China got like a week off of school for the mid-autumn festival I'm like why can't we get a week off like we're in Chinese (laughs) um yeah that was a really weird moment um Lily how about you
2: um, I would say probably all of it has to do when I was younger, um, like we go to like, like I- I've heard a lot of people say, we've gone to like different festival, the festival, oh my god, I cannot speak, okay, we've gone to like Chinese New Year festivals, um, I would say that if anything, it was my mom's college, colleagues, my co- yes, um, because they were actually um, from Taiwan, and so they would like bring a lot of like, I guess you could say what I know now about Asian culture, like that's how I kind of learned it, it was with, through my mom's colleagues, so that's how I got exposed to it. I still really dislike lion dances, but I still find it very fun to watch. Um, but as for other ones, I, for, um, like, mid-autumn festival, I'll, like, eat one case with my friends. I've, um, there's a sturdy um, Asian population at my school. Um, so during the those holiday times, we would get together and just, you know, have some fun. Um, but other than that, really, nothing really. Um, I think it was just the two main big ones, the two god the yeah. two big main ones um but i kind of wish that i did more of it um also, also so i couldn't be as scared of the lion dances but i don't know but i like watching it online i like looking at the um, chinese new year and Ch- i think it's called chunjia it's like not the chinese new year it's like like the spring i am losing my asian card right now what is it called um so it's, like, it's a huge like <laughs> celebration that they like a lot of stars come and sing there's different performances I like looking at the opening ceremony and then I'm just kind of like oh that was really nice and then I don't really understand many of the like commercials or like what they Mm -hmm. include with it um but I also don't speak the language fluently so that's fun but yeah I would say that (laughs) Chinese New Year and Mid-Autumn Festival are probably the ones that I'm I guess keep up with the most (laughs)
0: yeah I get that okay so the next kind of subject we're going to be talking about is like who do we celebrate the holidays with um like do you guys have any siblings uh, cousins that you're close to um like do you have any unique family bonds um i guess mia you can go first oh uh, let's see i mean i
1: usually i mean celebrate with my close family, so I have a younger sister um, who's also adopted from China um, and my mom and dad. And the four of us will like celebrate um, Christmas together. We usually go down to uh, Southern California to visit my dad's family. Um, And uh, on Christmas Eve in like past years, we would celebrate kind of Christmas with my mom's um, family. this, but they moved to Arizona, so we're not really sure we're going to do that this year, um, so yeah, and then, like, I don't think I'm super close, like, to any particular, like, uh, family members, or I mean, like, relatives outside my immediate family, um, like, I I think my my sister and I are kind of, like, younger than most of my cousins in my family, so, like, my cousins are maybe, like, 30 or something. And then um, my sister is like four years younger than me. So she's like 14. Um, and then I'm 18. So we're kind of, there's a kind of big age gap between the cousins. Um, so I don't feel like, like super close to them. Um, and yeah, I yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Lily, how about
2: you? Way to catch me off guard there. Um, <laughs> I would
0: say we went you went after Mia in the France before but then you were eating oh, but I, thought so that I just, just go to kind Rebecca of moved and on
2: then I would be me because we could go like but I guess um <laughs> to answer the question um well in the past I've had like not it hasn't been consistent but um we'd have my mom's sister come over and like a family friend or like I think it was actually my mom's roommate growing up in college I don't know exactly their relationship but some stranger in my house no um but they usually, um, my mo- my, so I guess my aunt and my aunt and my mom's family friend would come over, um, spend, uh, Christmas evening, Christmas day with us, and then leave, like, a day after, um, I'll say with my younger sibling, when, um, it's more so just kind of, like, we're, like, okay, it's Christmas time, it's cool, um, but I wouldn't say that there's, like, a distinct, like, family, like, setting except for when like old family does come over because like everyone in my family is very individual so like like we don't really have group dinners together so I guess that's how um we kind of see it as Christmas time if um guests are not coming over so it's just it's very like chill type of vibe it's like we don't need to get dressed up or anything like that
4: Mm.
2: and then sorry I'm not reading this question right okay um (laughs) it's oh my cousin the youngest one is 41 and he has his own family so yeah very very separated there so we're just kind of chilling on our own it's, it's nice though we got the cats we got the food we're all good <laughs> yeah that's nice that's really nice um rebecca
4: yeah so pretty much the same as you guys like spending a lot of time with like immediate family um it's interesting because like my dad's side is jewish and then my mom's side is catholic but like a lot of the family will just like come together for both holidays which is super nice um so um I really like cooking with my mom even though I'm really really bad at cooking I'm just like there <laughs> as like the aid you know what I mean like cheering her on in the kitchen um and then um I do have like an older brother like I said before um but we have like that typical like brother sister dynamic so it's like you know it's it is something um and then yeah my cousins are super not super much older but like they're a lot older than me like I'm 19 now just turned 19 and they're like 30 something so mm-hmm. they have their own lives and a lot of them are like in Nashville or like ones in DC so yeah that age gap and like plus the distance is just like not really feasible but I really like the intimate family like setting because you know it's like a really nice time like you saying Lily, like it kind of, for me, like sets it apart where we all come together for like that one nice family dinner. Yeah. Cause normally like we two are pretty individual. So I resonate with what you guys are saying.
0: Yeah. And Faye, you can go next while I fix my horrible lighting that I just noticed. It was
3: really horrible. <laughs> um, kind of opposite of Rebecca, my dad's family is Catholic and my mom's family is Jewish. Um, they were pretty like, I guess like low-key religious, like we'll celebrate Hanukkah, we'll like light the menorah, we'll have a couple of gifts, things like that, but we're not um, very serious about it, I guess. So kind of just like a light little, just our family type of thing. And yeah, so I have um, just one younger brother and he um, he's pretty into like the Jewish side of their culture. He's into um, lots of like Jewish little clubs on his extracurriculars, but I'm kind of more just like, there for the home life rather than outside but yeah
0: cool (laughs) um so similar to Mia and Rebecca I have two cousins that are like 10 and 12 years older than me so one's like 30 one's 28 so and they one lives in Idaho one lives um, in Kentucky so don't really celebrate with them but I'm really close to like my oldest cousin who lives in Kentucky I think our minds work very similarly so we were close when um, we were younger and like he lived closer to me but uh, for celebrating the holidays I have one cousin who's actually two weeks younger than me Um, so when we were younger, we would also we would always joke that we were like twins. Um, and so, for Christmas, uh, usually we go on Christmas Eve, we go to my cousin's house with my aunt and my uncle, and my grandma comes over. and it's just um us and my mom is also there uh, because my grandmother um, her birthday is actually christmas eve so we go we celebrate christmas on christmas eve and it's kind of like a joint event if you will um and it's really funny because we always have like two like piles of presents like one is like obviously christmas like with candy canes and snowmen and all that stuff and the other one my mom was always like super strict about like you have to make sure that it's like birthday wrapping paper like nothing holiday on it. It has to be like strictly birthday, because like when she was growing up, a lot of times her birthday would just kind of like disappear under the shadow of Christmas. So we do that now. And I'm and when I was younger, I was kind of my cousin and I were kind of distant, um, not super close. Where we were like very different people, um, but in quarantine we grew closer. We were having a lot of the same like issues if you will so that's kind of what brought us together um and ever since then like we've been pretty close and i enjoy celebrating christmas with them except this year we're doing it on the 19th <laughs> not christmas eve because my cousin and her family is going to canada <laughs> that was a really long explanation i'm sorry i'm just talking away um, So next subject, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, a little bit about school. I know we don't love doing that, but it's like the good part. Um, so what do you guys like to do during break? Ooh, um, are you guys on break yet? I'm seeing some nodding. Um, Mia, know. what is that reaction? You're like, um, well, yeah. So I have this like simulated
1: final that I, I need to actually finish, um, I, which is like due on Tuesday. It's like more, it's it's not as like serious, but I just have to like do it. Um, so technically like my in, last in-person exam was yesterday. So I could be on break right now. Like, I don't have any homework for any classes besides that, like, simulated exam. Um, so I kind of am on break already, but, um, but I still have other things to finish, I guess.
5: Okay. Uh,
1: but, but during break, I typically, I guess, just kind of like to sleep in, <laughs> um, watch lots of TV shows and, like, movies, like, catch up on uh, TV series that I didn't really have time during the... Uh, quarter semester um yeah. or whatever. do lots of baking and um let's see what else I don't really like start new hobbies or anything like during breaks um but yeah probably just like catching up on tv shows and hang out with family and watching
0: yeah. stuff um Lily you are
2: for sure off of break <laughs> um what kind of thing do you like to do? Uh, I guess in the past I um had a job I could always come back to and I think that just the idea of just you know ke- uh, keeping busy Um, and I guess in a way where I don't really need to think a lot and analyze a lot of things is really nice. Um, I like catching up with friends. Sleeping though I'd have to say is probably the best thing I've taken. I would say I've taken a majority of my time during my time at school just like trying to push through things and I feel like I never really realized how much you need to really rest your body so I think that's something that I really do try and catch up on over a break so don't stay up until 2 a.m finishing an assignment that can wait till tomorrow or wait email your professors get sleep it's going to help you I promise um but I'll say catching up on sleep um catching up with friends and then I don't know it is just nice to be back and like you know your hometown like you're very familiar with everything you know the people so I'd say just coming back to familiarity
0: yes I love that I absolutely love that. Um, let's mix it up. Faye, you wanna go? Sure. Okay.
3: Um, yeah, my break starts in a week. This is, I'm looking at my last week of school coming up. It's gonna be a very long week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to just kind of like Lily was saying, sleeping um and you know, catching up with friends, just kind of chilling hopefully not having a lot of homework to do and kind of just, you know, recharging for next year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that. Oh, like, just for reference, um, we're recording this on the 12th. So in a week, it's the 19th, correct? Days are really weird, because like, sometimes you like include them. So it's like, not seven days, like normal edition. It's like, it might be the 18th. I don't know. <laughs> I feel yeah, like you're always get confused
3: and someone's like oh like let's meet up next week and I'm like next week or like next next week or the
4: week after this yeah week.
0: <laughs> exactly oh um Rebecca
4: yeah so my break doesn't start until the 23rd which is like the saddest mm. thing ever mm. um yeah it's that janky Columbia calendar I really can't fight against it but um usually during break I like to sleep a lot And I hang out with friends because I'm from South Florida. I just go to the beach during winter break and it's great. So like, I just get to like tan (laughs) during winter break and like enjoy the warm weather while my friends are like suffering in snow, I guess. But (laughs) yeah, so I just got to, I have like, it's like reading week and then I have finals. So I Uh, have like more weeks in a way. Yeah.
2: If you don't mind me by asking Rebecca, when do you start?
4: Like, when did you mm, move I moved in like the 29th of August. I don't think school started until September. I don't know. Some early September, like maybe September 7th or something.
0: That's still okay. like really late. Pretty late.
4: Yeah. My brother who goes to Northwestern, he went even later. Like his, he didn't move in until like late September. So, but like, he's actually going on break before me. So it doesn't make sense. Yeah. That College is, that sense. is kind
0: of weird. <laughs> like,
4: yeah college is jank I don't I don't understand
0: <laughs> yeah oh my gosh um I got h- back home yesterday woot woot um we had reading days exams started Thursday night um we have like exam sessions so there's one in the morning at nine one in the afternoon at two and then one at night at seven o'clock so they started Thursday at seven um for the night session um but they're like self-scheduled so you can go whenever you want um so I got all my exams out of the way like within the first two days and I was like I'm out of here see ya (laughs) um so Exams, like, technically, end tomorrow at, like, noon. But I'm back home, so I'm on break. Um, and then during break, I also like sleeping. Love sleeping. It's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> oh, that's not necessarily true, but <laughs> I love sleeping. Um, but this year, I'm so excited. This year, I am working as a Santa's helper um at the mall so i'm going to be um like greeting kids and like <laughs> wiping down surfaces <laughs> because covid um but i'm really excited because it's like it's been a dream of mine to become a mall elf um it's not necessarily an elf or just like helpers but i bought elf ears and i'm going to like ask if i can wear them we'll see um <laughs> But I I won't be sleeping in as much, but um I'm it's gonna be worth it, I I think at this point. I start on Wednesday. <laughs> um so yeah, and also like baking, watching movies, all that stuff. But because of the job, like I wanna have as much time to bake. Um I'm actually like hosting a Christmas party on Saturday and I want to make cinnamon rolls, and I want to make pull-apart bread um, that's, like, in the shape of a Christmas tree, and my mom's, like, yeah, that sounds great, and and when are you going to make that, and I was, like, let me look at my calendar, so I'm hoping that maybe one day I can, like, make it after work, or make it, I don't know, because I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so
4: we'll see, we'll see, like, Huge respect to you because bread is like the one thing that I actually cannot bake for my life. Like I do not understand. I always botch it somehow, mm-hmm. but like the tear apart and like you making it into like a little um, like a Christmas tree. Said yes. it reminds me of like Great British Bake Off. If anyone watches, yeah. where they have I'll, like
1: like I've seen a few.
4: I love of them. it. Okay, during one of their bread weeks and one of the seasons, they do like pull apart breads. I think and they like put them into shapes. And so talented. Oh, <laughs> awesome. It's great. So highly recommend that. And they also have like a holiday like version. Yes. So I've, if you want to get into the festive version, like mood, watch the holiday one. It's yes, great. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, like what kind of bread have you tried to make?
4: Kala only, oh, which is like egg-based bread. And I like I don't know how to braid. So like I don't know why I thought it was gonna go well. So like you get to braid it. <laughs> And I cannot breathe for my life. So, like, I touched the bread too much. It, like, just didn't mm. rise. It was, like, the tightest, like, hull, like, I've ever seen in my life. Like, there was no, like, it wasn't fluffy. It was just, like, gross. It was, like, cornbread texture. Like, <laughs> this is awful. Like, it yeah. was awful. So, yeah, that's a that's a flop on my end. But I'll, maybe I'll try again during winter break. I'll get back in 10. Yes, 18. you
0: should. Yeah,
4: I'll probably do that. But bread is so daunting. Like, mm,
0: it it's intense. It is. It's very, it's very fragile and that's not the right word but it's it's tricky.
4: It's super like sensitive to every single comment. Like I just and I'm not good with like adapting to that. So
0: yeah I I've always like over kneaded the bread so it's like dense. Um I'm I'm getting better at it but it's like you touch it and suddenly like all the air bubbles are gone and
4: like what did I do? yeah, it's an art. It's definitely an art. Like respect to anyone who bakes bread, it's so tough.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> after that little tangent. <laughs> um, so kind of as like a last question to wrap this whole thing up, um, what are you looking forward to when recording the podcast when we start bringing on guests and hearing people's stories, things like that? Mia, um, yeah, you can go first. Um, well, I really enjoyed
1: like what, what we did today. Um, I mean, like just kind of getting to know people better and just like this feels like a nice, just relaxing conversation. Like, um, yeah, like on a Sunday, like, oh, just like yeah. catching up with people. Um, and so, yeah, just like meeting more people, getting to really know them better um, and also like seeing people too.
0: Um, yeah (laughs) yeah um also just a quick preface like the core team doesn't actually really know each other very well outside of sisters of china the only time we meet is like for core team meetings and then it's like just all business talk um just kind of getting ready for meetings planning events social media stuff like that so we don't really know much about each other's lives so stuff
2: like this is really helpful. Um, Lily. I would say basically I'll, I'll say what Mia says but in a different way seeing the personality of people come through because um, there are definitely like times when like social media probably does not just really show the very approachable side like I feel like in social media and just like I feel like even on Zoom sometimes, like, I'll be asked, oh, like, why you look so tired? I'm just like, it's just my face. So I think <laughs> that really, I think that really just kind of, you know, meeting people for who they are and just getting to know them is a big plus, plus, oh my god, plus. Yeah, anyways, that's what <laughs> I'm saying there. Okay. Yes.
0: Um, yes, oh my
4: gosh,
0: that is so true. Um. So I'm on I'm the co-event planner for um, Planned Parenthood Generation Action um, at my, at my school. And like, we had the whole first year on Zoom, and then we met each other in person. And then um, someone who's now a closer friend um, told me that when they saw me on Zoom, they thought I didn't like them. And I was like, wait, what? What would they, why did what led you to that conclusion and they were just like oh yeah you were just kind of quiet and I always assume people (laughs) don't like me when they're quiet I'm like oh my gosh I didn't mean that (laughs) like so yeah I totally understand what you're getting at Lily okay um Rebecca what are you looking forward to
4: yeah just to like kind of add on to what you guys are saying it's like building a community in a way and really getting to like each other really well and getting to know other people's stories because there's so much to being an adoptee that I feel like as we kind of started with it like people don't really see and I think this is going to be such an amazing opportunity to see all the facets of our identities and ourselves and like how we get to like and I think it's gonna be fun looking back on this in the future like you know what I mean like we're in college now like we're in school now and like in the future like maybe like a year or even like four years when we graduate we're gonna be like Hmm, like wow I was like that back then like you know what I mean so like it's kind of like a like a thing to look back on and I think that's super cute and I really like what we're building here so like, it's phenomenal I
0: don't like looking at photos of me like last week like oh my gosh in four years
4: that's actually so relatable oh my gosh that's like painfully relatable
0: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm second guessing things now <laughs> anyway um Faye
3: yeah I mean you guys kind of said it all um I kind of really, I really liked Rebecca's um how she's talking about how it's going to be cool to be looking back on this I think that's really cool um that I hadn't really thought of because like this is going to be a published work of audio for anyone to listen to but um, that's kind of weird um also speaking of not looking not liking to look at photos of yourselves I still need some photos for your intros on Instagram
5: yes so. that's I, I have i have my, my great in
3: all of them like
5: literally it's well i know i'm not the one that you're talking
2: faye about
4: faye. yep <laughs> <laughs> lily's off the hook i had to like ask my friend to take pictures of my face like good pictures of my face for this so it they're coming it's coming I the, yes there
0: we go. you will get it like right after this <laughs> also <No rush. laughs> yeah also like for context faye you know is our new director of, um, media and design. So she's in charge of our social media now, and she's making new intros for us. So thank you. (laughs) So we need to send her some of our information and most of us are in exams or just finished exams. So we will be sending that to you ASAP. Awesome. (laughs) Um, what am I looking forward to? A little bit of everything, like people said. Um, I think I, I also I kind of used to run social media more or less. I am kind of in charge of stories, and I would go on and I would like people's photos and all that stuff. Um, but I, I'm really looking forward to like seeing those people come to life. Um, be I know. I know a lot of the faces in our community, but I don't really know background stories, lives. Um, so, I guess I have like slightly more context. But to kind of delve into people, <laughs> that sounds really weird. Um, but kind of learn more. That I'm really looking forward to that. Cool. So wrapping up. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed and hope you will listen to upcoming episodes. Uh, We're thinking we're going to start recording um, with guests uh, around the new year because all of our schedules are changing, holidays, chaos, all that stuff. So we're going to hopefully start recording in the new year and you'll get new episodes by mid-January. So until then, happy holidays and have a wonderful New Year from the Sisters of China core team and see you next year. Bye.
3: Insert the oboe outro here. (laughs) Oboe outro here.